welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Alrighty, Spiritual Trailblazer, we are back at it. Back at it. Coming to you with knowledge, some fun stories. <laughs> Hopefully you find them entertaining uh, and all that jazz. So we are going to talk about Ostara and spring goddesses. What we can do for this season, what we can expect. I pulled an oracle card from the goddess card deck. So it's going to be a packed episode, another packed episode. Now I feel like DJ Khaled, I want to say, and another one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Before I dive into all that information for this episode, I want to remind you to check out the Magical Report. Uh, Your Magical Report workbook is live. It is available for free for you to download. So you can just go to my website, tmariejohnson.com, and a little pop-up will appear, and you will be able to, to, uh, you know, get that, that Magical Report. I'll also put a link to it in the description of this episode, and, you know, share it with a friend. The Magical Report, uh, well, it has a lot of great information in there that you can apply to your life, easily apply to your life. So there are ways to help you understand the language of spirit, uh, how to connect with goddesses for uh, help with magic, other areas in your life, ways to help you unlock your magic. So the very things I've been talking about, uh, you can go use that workbook to help you apply it. Like I said, in your life, and the best thing about it is you could download it on your phone so you don't have to worry about any prying eyes. I know for a lot of people, uh, the spirit, well, at least a lot of people who work with me, it's very private for them. So you can, when you download it, you know, it goes into a, a separate place in your phone, not like pictures or anything like that. So it can be very personal and private to you as you navigate through that workbook. And connect with goddesses and so forth. All right. So it's called Your Magical Report. I'm excited for that. All righty. So spring, it is here. Well, on the 20th. So, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's pretty much here. Uh, I'm so excited because spring, what it represents alone is such a relief. And it is, it's like, no matter how nice of a winter we've had still doesn't compare to spring for me. And I have grown to like the season of winter. I I really, truly have. But I am someone who, number one, does not like to wear a lot of clothes. So you can imagine my personal (laughs) mental battle of, I got to put on socks and boots, jeans. I'm not wearing any thermals. I don't care. They're not comfortable. I have on uh, like a cami and then another top, a coat, a scarf, a hat, gloves sometimes. It's so, I, I'm getting overwhelmed even talking about it. But then spring comes and it's like, oh yeah, I don't need a scarf, don't need a hat. 
don't need gloves. I'm just going to use these pockets. And it gets a little bit nicer. It's like, oh, yeah, I could bust out the sandals now. I get a pedicure all year long. So the only people that really see my pretty, nicely manicured, smooth as ever feet are the people who deliver my Postmates. <laughs> my Postmates, my Grubhub, because um, I wear uh, sandals and I have, I have house shoes, and my family. So that, those are the winter months. But the spring and summer, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're out. They are out. So spring just, it has so much promise to it. It, it just does. It's just... It's a new chapter. It's literally a new chapter and it's undeniable. So let's get to it. Um, also, uh, make sure that you follow me on Instagram at cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess because I'm going to post a picture of the Oracle card uh, that I pull for you guys um, on the rails. Or I should say pull for you. On the rails, not you guys, but pulled for you. You is also plural form, and I forget that sometimes. And of course, not to say guy, just you. Alrighty, so I'm Ostara. I'm still practicing on this because, or practicing saying this word because it's how I want to pronounce it <laughs> and how it's actually pronounced. You know, when you see a word like Samhain, it is not spelled the way it's pronounced for an American. Okay. That, that's not an, an English, you know, like, like Samhain, it's, you know, so it's like, okay, that's not how you pronounce it to you, the way you're looking at it, look it up. So I have to train my mind to remember to Ostara, uh, Ostara. All right. So it is the German, it's from German um, word. So naturally, I can't even talk now. <laughs> so Ostara comes from the German word Ost. O-S-T, meaning east, which is the direction of dawn. So a little little background about that. So also I want to say, don't get too caught up on the day. Because I have here, one website says the 20th, one says the 21st to the 22nd. Just start from the 20th to the 23rd, okay? So if you want to do a ritual, all right, uh, keep in mind, the energy is still there okay even the same thing with the winter solstice you know it because it's always uh, a planetary thing right it's usually when this falls on this day then that is the 21st i know last year was the 20th but today's the 21st or this year the 21st and the next year is the 22nd so don't get caught up too much in that is usually between the 20th and the 23rd and i just wanted to make a note of that because i know that there are a lot of new people who are learning this and it's so easy to get uh, distracted, not distracted, but just want to make sure that you get it right. And sometimes those new people come across people who we call gatekeepers and they get stringent on what you should or sh shouldn't do. And that's not how this works. <laughs> they are just trying to be controlling. Uh, so again, that energy is there. If you want to do uh, a ritual or like, well, like what I did uh, not too long ago, like a three-day spell, three-day ritual, you can do that, okay? 
totally up to you. If you want to celebrate it on one day, totally up to you. But remember, it's the actual season that we are entering. So don't get too caught up on that. All right. Now, you know, I have some resources for you and I list them all in the description of the episodes. Um, so now I have several. So one is goddessandgreenman.co.uk. And I used this before for different holidays. This is a link that you heard, heard me mention before, or at least seen in, um, in the description for links. So it states here, a point of perfect balance on a journey through the will of the year. Night and day are equal in length and perfect equilibrium, dark and light, masculine, feminine, and an outer imbalance. So this is a great time to focus on your energies, okay? And again, masculine is the giving energy, female is the receptive energy. So uh, think about how you give, how you receive, what that looks like, how you feel when you're doing that, because now we're entering this phase where it's newness, it's rebirth, um, it's fertile, fertility is a big thing. Two, and the last thing you want is to have a continuation from something that didn't get resolved in the winter months. Because remember, winter is the season of deep reflection. That's why uh, hibernation is such a, a term that people use in a way because that and, and things being frozen and then thawing out for the spring, you know, you might hear those phrases because really winter is, is a time in many ways for solitude. You know, we retreat in our homes. I understand the pandemic. Most of us didn't have a choice, but typically that's a time of retreating. So you're in your homes more. You got the, the warmth of your home. Things are a little bit quieter. Some things died out. Like you see that there are no more leaves on the branches, right? So some things literally die and some things figuratively die. And it's a great time to do shadow work. You know, it's darker during those months. It's a great time to really think about what we want to have ended in our lives. So now that we're at spring, what do we want to bring into our life? What do we want to call in? Okay, I was just talking about this in the previous episode for the new moon where I was saying, you know, calling in certain things into your life by using visualization, imagination, having a bit of discernment, things like that. So for this, Think about your balance. And I'm not talking about drinking your eight glasses of water or eight ounces of water a day and, you know, eat, eating the apple. I'm, like, I'm talking about balance of energies. Okay. Our lives are crazy. We're juggling a lot. We wear many hats. I get that. I'm not even talking about trying to balance life. All right. We are in crazy times right now. So do you. All right. If you want to have a glass of wine at 1030 in the morning, do you. If you want to sleep in later, do you, okay? What I'm saying here is regarding your energy, how you interact with people, that's what needs that balance. Are you interacting enough with yourself? Do you give yourself time? Because you can. So if you need permission, I'm here to tell you, you can, all right? Whether you got to rearrange, you know, time, use time management a little bit better, put people on notice not to disturb you from whatever time to whatever time, whatever you need to do, you have to find time for yourself because the time is available. You just have to rearrange a few things and have those firm boundaries. All right. 
So it has here the gentle whispered promise of in bulk is filled with the evidence of abundant fertility of the earth at Ostara. It is a time for the hopes. And I was just saying that it, it brings that hope, that sense of, okay, new things have to come. It, it has to happen. This can't stay the way it is now. And it's true because it's not. Things are blooming out. All right. So the hope of Embulk to become action. And if you want to listen to the Embulk episode to get a little bit more understanding of that, that is episode 300. And it's it's called Goddess Bridget and Embulk. Is it went live on February the second. So you can scroll back to episode 300. All right. So now, okay, so actually I want to take a little pause here because I do want to get into the symbols of Astara, but I want to talk about the goddesses first. But even before that, when I was doing research, uh, <laughs> the question came up, is Easter Astara? And here's the thing. Astara predates Easter. It predates Christianity. Christianity has this thing where, and I've talked about this before, you know, how I feel about this, where they, they, they've done smear campaigns on old religion, old ways, right? And whatever they couldn't get rid of, they adopted. Like Jesus was not born on December 25th, okay? But that's what they did, all right? Because really a lot of the old ways, old, uh, people who celebrated old ways, they were celebrating Santanilia and, and Roman uh, times and then the other areas in the world, they're celebrating their own thing. But it had nothing to do with the birth of Jesus. That's false. And then now we have Easter. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about an, an Easter egg. It's not about a cute bunny they are part of the representation of what's going on, but that's not solely what it's about. And that's okay if you want to die age with the kids and eat the, you know, the little little peeps. That's totally fine. I'm not knocking it at all. What I'm saying is because this is a question that came up that, you know, is Easter or Star? It's more like... <laughs> Did Easter plagiarize Ostara? Really? Really? Uh, so take that as you will. Like I said, I'll, I'll give you the links and you can do more research. You will see correlations. You, you'll see the cherry picking of Christianity, what they took, what they decided to leave behind. And you can, you can make your conclusion as well. And now I'll leave it at that because I don't want this episode to be my rant of the many ways smear campaigns were done by really the new religions and had a nerve to call the old ways new age. So I'm not even going to go down that route because I'm going to get fired up and we're not even going to get to the point of this episode. But that's why I encourage you to do independent research because that's truly the best way to understand what's going on really and understand origins so that way you can tell the muggles out there that they're actually pagan um anyway (laughs) 
Uh, and, you know, I will say one side thing. I remember I asked a teacher when when we took um, senior year of theology is no longer uh, what was it called religion. We, we were now studying different religions, and we we talked about the Quran a little bit. We we dove into Judaism. And so I asked my teacher, I said something like, is it possible, is it that God had has like other gods to, I'm trying to remember because so many years ago, but basically I just asked, were there, were, was there like a main God? Because I went to Catholic school. So I said, okay, there's a main God actually I said but does he have like other gods you know stuff like that because she said she explained how the catholic church comes up with the day of easter so is this equinox based on this I'm thinking to myself that's that's how it's determined that's why easter is in what april one month and march not like hmm so that got me thinking about which I learned to be gods and goddesses and she just looked at me with a little smirk she said no and it's funny when I think about that because the more you learn while yes it it does make you a little angry you also want to tell at least for me you want to tell as many people as possible but sometimes your position like I said, this is a Catholic school. She can't really talk about gods and gods. Your position can hold you back a little bit, but it doesn't mean you can't learn independently. So that's what I'm saying here is we get taught a lot of things and some of them are true. Some of them, like I said, plagiarized, plagiarism, right? But as long as you do your independent research, cross-reference, because some civilizations, some cultures, they have their own thing. I, I was just reading a friend posted that, oh man, I forget where, but it was it was um, a saying she posted how the sun is considered to be female and the moon considered to be the male. And I'm like, whoa, because so many uh, cultures I read up on, the moon is always the female and the sun is always the, the male. That's what I'm saying. Cross-reference and, you know, understand. All right, that's enough because, again, I'm going to get sidetracked. Let's go over some goddesses. So I'm going to scroll down here. This is from goddessguide.com. It's goddess-guide.com. It's just interesting because I have a book called Goddess Guide. All right, so we have one of my favorite goddesses, Freya. And uh, she's Nordic goddess of fertility, and she is linked with spring growth and flowers. Sometimes I forget that she's associated with fertility because I so used to seeing her as uh, the goddess of sex and war. So that's interesting. Um, and I hope I pronounced this right. Uh, Herke, H-A-R-E-K-E, West African goddess of the sweet waters fed by the spring rains that brought fertility back to the land. I like that. Sweet waters. Can we, can we, can, can, can I get that water? Sweet waters. I like that. That sounds better than Fiji water. <laughs> then we have Ostara. Celtic painted eggs and white rabbits are sacred to Ostara, the Celtic goddess of spring, fertility, and rebirth. Her symbols have been incorporated into Christian celebration of Easter. Yes, we know. 
Um, we have the, and I hope I pronounce this right, the Konohana Sakura, Sakuya Himi, Haimi, Japanese. She is associated with the springtime and cherry blossom as her name means lady who makes the trees bloom. She is also the sacred goddess of the site Mount Fuji. You know what? Yeah, I forgot. I used to, I usually go to the Cherry Blossom Festival. So I, I go, well, no, I didn't go last year or the year before that. <sighs> Damn it, this pandemic is reminding me of so many things I haven't done. Um, so my friend and I, one of my good friends, we, we would go to the Cherry Blossom Festival in Philly. Like, oh my God, so many years in a row. And it's a group that comes from Japan every year and they perform. They're so great. And there's, there's a painting that you can do and you learn more about Japanese culture. It's such a cool thing. And you know what, Corona, no one invited you to the party to begin with. Like you need to go. All right. Uh, let me see here. The next goddess on the list, now we're all familiar with her and her, well, I don't want to say all, I want to assume, but she is definitely um, this goddess, Persephone, and she spends six months in the underworld and then six months basically above ground. Um, so her mother, Demeter, mourned her, mourned um, her daughter, she, this is her mom, when she returned to the underworld each autumn, causing the land to become cold and barren, and then she returned in the spring, the happy Demeter will bestow upon the land growth and abundance. And then we have uh, Sita, hopefully I pronounced that right, the Hindu spring goddess and goddess of agriculture and earth. So, and the list goes on. So there are many goddesses you can work with here to help you along this path. Bridget, Flora, uh, Bridget, the Celtic goddess, uh, they have in her maiden form. She is honored at the Festival of Imbolc. Again, that's episode 300, which celebrate the first stirrings of spring. So that's why I said we're pretty much already in spring because we have Imbolc and then we have Ostera. But again, it's like, Spring is coming, spring's here. Flora, the Roman goddess of flowering plants, especially those that bore fruit. Her festival, the Floria, took place in April or early May and was marked with dancing, drinking, and flowers. Hmm. All oh, this sounds so familiar. I wonder where some of these newer religions got the idea. All right, let me stop because. <laughs> All right, so. Let's take a pause here and let's uh, go to the Oracle card that I pulled for you. So when I pull Oracle cards, I just think about the message that needs to be received. I don't overthink it. Um, a lot of times I shuffle and I get told to pick the top card because the goddess's spirit knows how much I overthink. And I think, no, maybe I need to draw like five cards. It's just a lot. So anyway, we have Kuan Yin. Again, another one of my favorite goddesses. I talked about her in my first book, To Be Goddess. And she is the goddess of compassion. Now, when you read up, when you read about her, you will see that she's considered a Batavista. Batavista, again, bear with me with the pronunciation. I'm still practicing. Batavista, I believe is how you pronounce it. 
And so it basically, she was ascending um, to go to like, she was transcending and she heard her cry. And so she turned back around to stay on earth. And one of her, her missions is to stop people. Well, I don't want, I don't say this in a mean way, but to stop the crying, you know, so no one feels sad and, and, you know, everyone is good to go and things like that. So she wants to console, to have empathy, to compassion, to be there for those who are sad, hurt, crying, not tears of happiness, but tears of sorrow. All right. Here's what the message states. And then I'll, I'll also tell you what I'm getting from the card. Compassion is what's needed right now to help you release perfectionism and defensiveness. The purpose of compassion is to help reduce suffering in the world. So be mindful not to judge yourself or others too harshly as you stumble through life's obstacle course. In fact, tuning into the energy of compassion and kindness almost instantly eradicates the stir up energy of controlling thoughts and knee jerk behaviors. The Chinese goddess of compassion, Quan Yin, offers a gentle nudge to ask yourself this question. What would kindness do in this situation? If you approach everything with that in mind, you will discover solutions and new paths unfolding before you. In fact, living with compassion as your guide really changes everything right down to the products you buy and the food you eat. Today, make kindness a priority. The world would be a better place and you will feel amazing as you see the miracles light up where you least suspect them. So what I'm getting from this card is you've been too nice and too compassionate for too long. And now it's time to be nice and compassionate to yourself. It's again, I'm still getting that energy from the last episode, which again makes sense because that new moon energy is going to last the next new moon. Is that you got to bet on yourself. This is a new time and it's your time. And it's time to put your chips on you. So I don't care. I mean, if so, if you play roulette, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you put your chips on a number or, you know, in that little in, in between the numbers, put those chips on you. Pick a color, black or red, and put those chips on your name. Bet on you. Lay all your cards out on the table to the universe. Okay, because you're not playing against the universe. You're playing with the universe. You're saying, here are my cards. Do your magic, right? I'm going to do my due diligence, and you do your magic, and we're going to win. All right? That's what I'm getting from this card. Now you need to be compassionate towards you. So it's not so much that you are going to not be you, what you're doing is you're calling back your power, you're recognizing people are unappreciative, okay? So now it's time to revoke some privileges. So you're still being you, you're just being more you to yourself and to those who are deserving. So as long as you still focus on compassion and understanding and, and, and you know, what, what, what kindness do, notice it was kindness and not nice right? Let me go back. Let me go back one moment. Let me flip these pages. I don't want to flip too loudly. One moment, because there's a difference here. Okay. What would kindness do in this situation? Not nice. I even say that at the end, right? Be kind to yourself because nice, nice, 
don't want to get too deep into this because I want to get back to it. I would say look up nice versus kind. Being nice versus being kind. There's a difference. No, I'll leave it at that. All right. We talked about goddesses you can connect with. We have the reading that we just wrapped up. Um, I talked a little bit about the history of Astara, gave you a little bit of the uh, root word. Let's talk about the symbols and some things you can do. So the rabbit, also known as the hare. Uh, in Celtic tradition, the hare is sacred to the goddess and is the totem animal of the lunar goddess such as Hecate, Freya, and Hoda. The hare is a symbol for the moon. The goddess mostly closely associated with this is Ostara. Uh, the date, okay, we know, need to go to dates. Okay, so... Okay, and then it states here, the nocturnal hair so closely associated with the moon, which dies every morning and is resurrected every evening, also represents the rebirth of nature and spring. Both the moon and the hair are believed to die and to die daily in order to be reborn. Thus, the hair is a symbol of immortality, is a major symbol for fertility and abundance as the hair can conceive while pregnant. Wow, did not know that. Okay. Um, and then it has here over the centuries, the symbol of the hair at Astara has become the Easter bunny, which brings eggs to the children on Easter morning. Okay. The egg and all seeds contains all potential the full promise and new life. It symbolizes the rebirth of nature, the fertility of the earth and all creations. In many traditions, the egg is a symbol for the whole universe. The cosmic egg contains a balance of male and female, light and dark, the egg yolk and egg white. The golden orb of the yolk represents the sun god enfolded by the white goddess. Perfect balance. So it is particularly appropriate to Astara, Astara and the spring equinox when all is in balance for just a moment, although the underlying energy is one of growth and expansion. That's important. That's the thing. Balance, but growth and expansion. It's sort of like staying true to yourself, but allowing yourself to grow, right? You at the core is still you, but for other people, they're like, oh man, you change your, you're like, yeah, you're damn right. I'm growing. I'm expanding. I'm still me deep down inside that lovable, funny, you know, crazy person. But I've also grown. There are some aspects that are no longer here. They were, they were an attribute. They were part of it, but they're not here anymore. So that's, that's important to realize that the balance is for a moment. That's why I didn't really dive into, you know, being balanced in area, all areas of your life. No, let's just focus on the energy, the energies we give, receive, and how we interact. Okay. Because it's, it's easy for someone to say, just exercise three times a week, uh, drink a gallon of water every day, uh, you know, go for morning walks, journal, meditate. Like, and that sounds a lot just talking about it okay that's ridiculous so focus on that on finding your, your true self your center but also allowing yourself to grow and expand that's just natural 
You know, it, it's like when you hear your one of your your older relatives say, oh, man, since you was this high, you were always singing. You had a, a, a hairbrush in your hand or a comb. Then you were singing with a pencil. You would always pretend. And now look at you. You're just singing away. You, you are still you at your core, but you're growing more and more into that singer. There's probably VHS tapes of you singing in the mirror, right? <laughs> As a kid. All right. Let's scroll down here. Um, states here that uh, goddess Ostara is associated with the serpent or dragon energy. Uh, at this point in the year, the serpent or Kundalini energy is positively exploding. Kundalini has a lot to do with uh, sexual energy. Uh, the serpent, so our spine is also considered. So when you look up Kundalini, uh, and I haven't done this for some, some years, because I actually wanted to work with an expert, but uh, our, our spine is considered um, the, the, when the Kundalini energy surges up it surges up our spine and as some schools of thought say that our spine is like a serpent right like it's just a spine and then our skull so a lot of times that kundalini energy is um, talked about also with our spine and the energy surging up so i encourage you to look more into that and also work with someone because when you unlock the energy it is really a surge of energy and sometimes that can be overwhelming for people and i haven't done that i haven't worked with someone i do want to do that but uh based on what i read that energy i'm thinking is probably similar to when i became attuned as a reiki practitioner it's a lot of energy i definitely needed water afterwards i had to go to the bathroom uh just number one uh to just release that energy because it was just energy you know, the symbols being placed in my hand, like on me. And then also I'm releasing Otia. So that was pretty interesting. I thought a little, little woozy because I was laying down when uh, the Ray K master attuned me and, you know, did all that readings and stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, definitely lightheaded. <laughs> definitely, definitely released a lot. All right. So of course, you know, we have to talk about the flowers. Okay. So we have daffodils, primroses, violets, uh, cackens. Okay, I'm not going to say the other one. That's, that's a bit much. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there are several flowers you can work with. Colors, bright green, yellow, and purple. I am not a bright colored person. Like bright green, ugh. <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. I'll take the dark green. Give me like a dark, nice like hunter green kind of color and yellow. Oh my gosh. Oof. Oof. I can't take those bright colors. My goodness. Um, ideas for your altar. So actually, let me see if there's another symbol before we dive into what you can do. So it also talks about how you can bake a cake, bake bread, bake bread. Uh, and then it talks about trees. So if you're someone, so this is interesting, if you're someone who makes wands, you just like to collect branches, what have you, you can uh, work with the birch tree, the ash, or the alder, alder, A-L-D-E-R, tree. So that's pretty cool. Maybe put a branch on your altar. 
All right. So let's let's shift gears a little bit and talk about what you can do. Some some rituals, something that that can really get you into uh, the essence, the energy of this time. And again, you make the magic. Okay. So if, if you're feeling like Tia, I can't buy flowers, anything like that right now. I really can't. That's okay. All right. These are add-ons. Okay. And anything that's recommended, remember our, the ancients, our ancestors, they started off with just them. Right. So, and then they learned the plants they learned about the trees. They learned about crystals and things like that. And all those are great bonuses. It truly is, especially if you're a visual learner, especially when you like being surrounded by beauty, certain essences. It really does make a difference. But I want to remind you that it starts from it starts with you, right? It's just like Dorothy at the end, you know, like it was already within you. You already had it, okay? All right, so you have your altar, and we talked about the colors, you know, the, the, the purples, the yellows, all that. So you can, uh, you know, have some eggs. Of course, you don't want them, want them there too long. <laughs> but you can have eggs on your altar. If you want to, if you want to write, um, like, so, or maybe not write, but you might, you might need a marker or, or a small paintbrush and paint. So you can, you can decorate your eggs. You can write a saying on your eggs, a symbol on your eggs, so you don't have to dye them. You can actually have a sigil on them if you want. There are a lot of ways you can approach this, okay? So decorate your altar, get some candles, pink or yellow or white uh, candles, or the color that you're called to, okay? For example, Freya is one of the goddesses associated with spring, but one of her colors, when I think of her and work with her is red right same thing with Bridget red she's she's a fire goddess so you know red yellow orange all right so you may be called to have red yellow orange on your altar as opposed to purple yellow green it's totally okay all righty uh you can so this is a side note because I see a woman here she's 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 meditating you can meditate at a park okay wake up early so you're less likely to be disturbed depending on, or if you don't care, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about people who want to be a little bit more private and early, early, early morning just seems so much more appropriate for spring because it's the sun is rising. It's new. It's a new day. You know, just take some deep breaths in a park, sit down on a bench. You can have your cup of coffee you want or bottle of water, just sit down and, Inhale, exhale, look around, like really look around, look at the bees, look at the flowers, look at the clouds, look at the sky, look at the ground, look at your hand, just, just take in everything, take in the world as it is right then and there, be a little bit more present, but allow yourself to let go too. And it's a side note, of course, also still be aware of your surroundings, I understand that, but I'm just saying whenever you can, just take a moment to just connect a little bit and connect with the nature and yourself. All right. And then, so on, this is from learned religions. Not what I just said. That's, that was my take, but learned religions has some rituals you can do here. And uh, so one and a half here is the rebirth ritual. And let's see here. This includes a symbolic rebirth. 
Oh, so this is something you could do with, I would say it's, uh, you could do it solitarily or with a group, but it doesn't really break down how you would do that. Let's see, it arrives in a season which has, yeah, this includes a symbolic. Okay, so it doesn't really explain how you can do a symbolic rebirth. But one thing that's, that comes to mind is that you can plant uh, seeds. You can have a small pot, you know, and, and nurture it, let, let it grow. You can, once you clean your house, you can also take a shower, leave your house, and then, then like walking, like I'm walking into newness, I'm walking into a new house, I'm walking into the next season in my life. So I would say that's something you can do as far as like a symbolic rebirth. Um, I mean, like, I don't want you to go to a hospital and you're like, just, <laughs> you know, just lay there on a, on a bed. You're like, all right. Um, uh, and then they talk about different meditations that you can have here, a path to finding your center, uh, your center, um, connecting with earth, like finding an old tree and like placing your hand on a tree or something like that. Um, prayers you can do. They have prayers listed here. Oh gosh, this is pretty cool. So definitely click this link. And I don't want to read the it's one, two, three different prayers. So I don't want to take up too much time and read them all. But uh, yeah, cl click the link and see which prayers you might want to do uh, or say. And uh, let's see what else and and how you want to connect during this time. So what I will say, some of the things you could do is so th this is more with, with what this website recommend has more to do with, you know, that, that spiritual path and connecting with earth and the goddesses, of course, because in their prayer, it actually mentions a few, few goddesses. What I'm saying here is, yes, communicate, connect, work with the goddesses. Um, and ways you can do that is, well, there's several. One is, Sometimes the goddesses are, are already connecting with you and you just don't know their symbols. So you're not sure. So I would say if you are noticing a repeat or something, like you see horses all of a sudden everywhere, or you're seeing rabbits more so than normal, but at weird places, not necessarily at a convenience store, but you know, some random place. If you're seeing something often enough where it's getting your attention, look up like type goddess and then that symbol so goddess symbol horse or which goddess symbol is a horse something like that and you can also look up the meaning of that because this is informing you exactly who wants to work with you and then you could take it from there you can uh, rent a book from the library or buy a book to learn more about that goddess learn more of the symbols you can probably bring into your home or color correspondences or day of the week something like that so you might bring in uh, a red flower in your home to start off with when you want to connect with the goddess and anytime you want to have open communication with her you will look at that flower take a deep breath something very simple and the, the main reason why I don't dive too deeply into how to do something because it's really up to you these are suggestions right? You may get called to pluck the petals, put it in, in your bath, get, get, get some fancy bath dye and soak in the bath, 
to some nice music and candles and spray your, you know, your goddess spray or whatever the case may be. Totally, totally up to you and the goddess. Okay. Um, and then the flip side of that is you continue doing what you're doing and then goddess will reveal herself. Like I talked about when goddess Kali revealed herself to me and Hecate uh, revealed herself and Bridget, you know, and, and the list goes on and on and on. So keep doing what you're doing and, and allow things to unfold. So that's how you can work with the goddesses. Okay. Now, what you can do in real time regarding areas in your life, work, relationships, so forth. Because like I said, this website talked a lot about the spiritual practice, which is great, but we need to dive into other areas as well. So and I can't remember now, but I talked about this in the Tia scope or earlier in this episode because it's starting to mesh together these episodes. Uh, this is a great time to focus on the value people add in your life because they do not add value or not enough value. That's not another thing, too, as a sidebar. It's because someone did something for you that one time doesn't mean you owe them indefinitely. Okay. We all need boundaries. So this is a great time to ascertain who is adding value in your life, who isn't adding enough value in your life and what you want to do about that. Okay. This isn't about using people. This is about having boundaries. It's about people not being appreciative and taking advantage of you. And this is about you now calling back your power so you can really grow. Because if people are really draining you, not being appreciative of you. That's energy that is being mixed up with your energy that in regards to Kuan Yin, that kindness that, that you really truly want to display, that compassion that you want to display. You can't do that with everyone all the time. Okay. Quite frankly, some people don't deserve it. <laughs> right some people are just nasty cruel people and they're not going to change so you have to distance yourself from those people okay so that doesn't mean that you go out there and you know this abusive person gets the 99th time to get it right no what this is saying is that now it's your time to shine, to not allow people to do what they did to you that makes you feel a certain type of way, right? We don't need to give people a bunch of times to get it right. When you think about it in sports, right? How many times does someone get a chance to get something right? Right? It was the same three strikes you're out, right? Sometimes people don't even need a third strike. <laughs> and depending on what they've done, they don't need a second strike, okay? So, what I'm saying here is, I don't care if you write it down. I don't care if you type it up. I don't care if you talk about it out loud. I don't care if you talk about it with someone. I don't care if you talk about it with a subject matter expert, like a therapist. Start listing, addressing areas in your life, how you feel about certain things, what you want to see happen, what needs to end, and what needs to change. I know that was a lot, but hit the rewind button. And, you know, after each question or each point, hit a pause, write it down. <laughs> because this growth, these opportunities that are here for you, it's on route, it's, it's pending. But as long as you 
have this debris, you know, like this, this energy that is just not helping you. Your package gets delayed until you clear it up and then it can be delivered, right? Because they are holding up the delivery and you don't realize it sometimes, right? Because you, your energy is focused. Your attention is focused. You're focused on this person, that person, because you're, you're a kind person. You want to help. You want to do things. But now you can't see your package. You can't see, see your opportunity because your eyes are going left when your package is right. And, you know, that causes a delay. You're receiving opportunities and so forth. So really take note of the value added in your life. Is your job adding value in your life? Are you happy with that? And if you're not, can you find another source of employment before you quit your current job? Can you find that source of employment that has the health care and everything you need? Or are you supported by a spouse or your savings where you can become the entrepreneur that you want to be? Of course, again, entrepreneurship are for crazy people. And I, and I recognize I'm a crazy person. Okay. Entrepreneurship is not simple. Okay. And the ties are turning now where entrepreneurs are opening up um, the vault, if you will, and talking about their failures a lot. I've seen that change over the decade. I, I, I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years now. So I definitely seen, have seen the changes of wanting to look perfect, focus on a brand, don't really focus on me to, hey, I am the brand. I don't know, maybe Jay-Z taught him. <laughs> Where he's like, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. You know, so I don't know, maybe Jay-Z was just their, um, their guiding light with that. And now we're seeing a lot of people saying, hey, look, my first couple of businesses fell. I invested $100,000 and it went down the drain. I wasted money. Well, I won't say wasted, but you know, people say, oh, I, I invested money on coaches and the coaching of being a fraud and things like that. So now they're really opening up to people saying, hey, look, I know what you see now, but it wasn't always like that. And a matter of fact, this was fairly recent that this happened. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. With entrepreneurship, if that's what you want to do, understand it's a crazy, crazy, crazy world. And a lot of times no one else is going to stand you, understand you, but another entrepreneur, a lot of times. Um, so it can also be exhausting having to explain why you do the things that you do. Okay. So keep that in mind. Uh, but your, your happiness is the most important thing here. So again, evaluate your relationships, your, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your work, all that. And even as a sidebar for work, I'm saying this because I saw this on Instagram and it popped up again in my mind just a few moments ago. You're actually, let me pull this up because I shared it on Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to be following me for, for all this great inspiration. <laughs> all right, one moment. Let's see here. I'm going through my stories. See, this is real time here. I mean, it's recorded, but you know what I mean? All right. Now, this is from uh, Felicia Page XO and, uh, and Girl Boss Instagram posted this. So, like, it was from Felicia's, I guess, Twitter. And then Girl Boss reposted it. So, it goes, I don't know who needs to hear this, but take your lunch break, your evenings, your weekends, your holidays, and your personal time off. You agree to a job in exchange for pay and benefits. 
You did not sign up to sell your soul and every moment of your personal time. Now, if that ain't the truth, I don't know what is, but that's the thing. Because of who we are, we go over and beyond a lot of times, which is okay, but it's not good all the time, especially when we're not being ding, 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 appreciated or compensated. And even then at a certain time, it's like, all right, I need a break. Okay, so that's what I have for you. Um, Easter is a very um, fortuitous time. It always brings a sense of welcoming, um, rebirth, newness. And it's, it's, just, it's just a good time. And it's funny because I feel like I spent more time talking about Yuletide, winter, winter goddesses than I did about spring. And I think it's because I was learning to really appreciate the winter months. And with spring, not much needs to be said, right? A lot needs to be said about the winter season because one, it gets a bad rap, right? Or bad rep. It's like, oh, it's cold, it's dark, but there's beauty in it, a lot of beauty. And now this is in some ways the easy part because we've did a lot of work in the winter and now we can enjoy this in the spring and the summer is when we really get to fire it up and really shine, right? So this is the dawn of a new era for you. And let it just roll right on in. And I forgot to mention, you can also do sex magic. I mean, it's a time for fertility. So if you want to use a, a yoni egg, I know some women uh, see certain certain uh, spiritual professionals that help them with fertility. And a lot of them use the yoni egg, other crystals and things like that. So uh, yeah, find a professional who deals with with that, uh, the, the yoni egg, the crystal, use some sex magic. The magical report talks about that. So there you go. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So there's so many ways you can approach spring. Let it be fun. All right. So that's what I have for you. Sending you so many blessings. I'm rooting for you as always. Remember to be kind to yourself. I love you until next time. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you, and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.